I'm Kyle. Okay, here's where y'all are so wrong because y'all are idiots. And I'm Drew with a U. As the boss of this podcast, I'm going to say... And I'm Handsome Drew. I sit on the Iron Throne of Opens. When you play the game of intros, you either win or you die. And this is not... And this is not... And this is not... This is not the podcast you deserve. Welcome to another episode of Not the Podcast You Deserve. I am Drew of Clan Allen, fourth in my line. With me, joining me, is Drew Crawford and Kyle Cox. That's great. Nice. Uh, We're talking House of the Dragon, episode three. Oh my gosh, None of us are firstborn. None None of us are firstborn male. Yeah, when your second sons, all right, your glory isn't given. It's it's Mm -hmm. earned. Yeah, 100%. I feel it every day. Mm. My brother's such an a-hole. Yeah. <laughs> everything I, handed to him. Does that say more about us or more about podcasting? Podcasting <laughs> is left to the secondborns who don't have any real power, but are going to talk about it a lot. <laughs> That's funny. This, uh, this Crawford, we talked about last week about how good it was to see the Game of Thrones style uh, intro. That you yes. didn't get in week one. Uh, did you geek out over that? I did. And I was like going frame by frame to be like, what are these little gold knobs? Like, are they symbols of houses? Like, what are we, what are we looking at? Like, uh, and then I was just like, oh, it's just a bunch of blood. All right. Well, no, no, no. Oh, do you not, did you not catch it? Oh. Tell me. Oh, 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 no. I want you to see it. I didn't catch it either. Ryan already caught it for me. I want you to see it for yourself, maybe. There, there is supposedly a method to the madness of the, of of the blood and what it falls over and when. No, oh, interesting. So, interesting. Okay. Yep. Interesting. But is there one ring to rule them all in this franchise? Stop and it. I don't think. Okay, we'll we'll save rings of power for another time. <laughs> Episode three opens with a what three year jump or no? It's got to be nine. It's about nine, three years. Yeah. Yeah. Nine he just—he's not even married to that chick yet, and then they're at their two-year-old right. birthday party. That's right. That's right. Um, which is uh, which the hunt, which was cool because that's kind of how the first season of Game of Thrones opens with the Baratheons uh-huh. going on their hunt where he and dies. The white. Uh, so I was very tense the whole time, being like, "Oh, <laughs> we know people can die here," and, and it wasn't as exciting as I was hoping. Right. Um, but I think this show, this episode, actually opens up with. Damon setting a bunch of people on fire. Oh, I'm sorry. And then yes. getting shot in the shoulder with the flaming arrow, which is maybe just a little precursor to the rest of this episode where he had shot seven more times. And <laughs> yeah. Just, fine. Does not care. <laughs> um, All glancing blows. Is either, is either that opening shot or it's the one that he has uh, at the end where like all you really see is the fire coming out of the dragon. It was very, very dark. And yeah. it's like horns kind of looked like they were on like red eyes. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool shot. Yeah. Uh, dude, Damon's my favorite, and I don't care. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care if he ends up being a bad guy. I like yeah. Damon a lot after it, this episode. In that first uh, fire, dragon fire scene, when it's all really dark on the beach, and all of a sudden the dragon shows up and is burning everything, I was like, oh, no. Are we going to get like another long night type of battle where no one can see what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, everybody oh, adjust yeah. the brightness on your screen. Sure. Well, here's my question. If you've got a dragon and your enemy has crabs 
How does it take you three years to win this battle? Well, How does it take three years for this war to go on? What you don't realize, Kyle, and let me let me school you on the Game of Thrones world, is uh, dragon beats sword, sword beats cave, cave beats dragon. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that so much. I hate it so much. It's the rock, paper, scissors. The cave, so. Like, put the dragon in front of the cave. Let him blow <laughs> yeah. fire into the opening of the cave, and then you did it. You killed that. You barbecued everybody. One stop. Didn't even have to do a second flyby. Uh, I just don't see how that that could possibly have taken three years. Crawford, our historian of all things Westeros. Well, I did like the fact that on uh, one of the scenes when they're all sitting around the little map talking about the the war and how long it's taking and, you know, mutiny is starting to arrive. There's just, it opens with a bunch of ships uh, going down the narrow sea and then like, just getting obliterated by flaming catapults, and nobody yeah. was batting an eye. They're like, "Yeah, whatever. Yeah. All right, it's Tuesday. It's catapult day. It's a Tuesday." <laughs> yeah. Those ships were full of third sons, probably. Yeah, yeah probably. Uh, but Viserys is back at the hunt, um, which is are is this just a scene to show us that Rhaenyra? doesn't want to be married and people are still vying for the throne. Like I was kind of confused what the hunt scene was supposed to tell us. Uh, my thoughts that this, this was to, this scene was to show us two things. One, Renera and her dad are no longer close and they're, 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 it's very tense in that relationship ever since he, you know, married her best friend and created a male heir that will, she assumes going to supplant him. That'll, that'll do it. That'll do that'll it. That'll do it. Yeah. That was the, that was the bingo card for uh, double whammies. Yep. <laughs> Um, and so you, they give you that scene between her and Alicent at the beginning where she refuses to do whatever she says. Yeah. And then when she's like, your dad demanded, he's like, oh, okay, well then I'll go. Um, yeah. And then she has that kind of quip in the cart to him about how my duties are clearly explained to me all the time. Um, so I think this whole thing was just to show that she still really wants to be the heir. And she's not at all happy that A, he married her best friend and B, produced a male child that the realm now just expects He's yep. going to name the rightful mm-hmm. heir. But this also shows us yet again that King Viserys is not fit to rule. Because yep. he should not give an ass what any what she yeah. thinks. Or yeah. It should be what is best for the realm. Which probably would be naming Aegon the heir. Because that would just chill everybody out. Yeah. And and he's all about, like, I don't want to step on anybody's toes. I don't want anybody to feel yeah. like, like I, I want to be just everybody. I just want everybody to be, like, kind and... I just kind of want everybody just to like work together. That's not really the way that you like. I, I, I don't know much about this 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 book. I did see all of Game of Thrones, and the kind people don't usually make yeah. it to the end. It's um, the Iron Throne, not the throne of cuddles yeah. and hugs and Care Bear stairs. Yeah, that's on so the, the Street of Silk. And <laughs> yeah. uh, I think I think to Kyle's point, the other thing it shows is that he is kind of starting to lose it. A little bit, uh, a little bit of that composure, uh, losing what's important. You know, it seemed like for so long, his whole thing was I have to have a male heir, and now he does. And people are like, okay, we need you to kind of rule the kingdom again. And he's like, no, we have to throw a big party, and we have to focus yeah. on this stuff. And he's you know, yelling about family things in front of yeah. all of the royals and crowds around. Yeah. And he's also. Um, like the hand has to stop him and be like, uh, my liege, like maybe not right now. And, you know, people are also talking bad about him in his own tent, 
right? Um, some of yeah. the other ladies are sitting there like, oh, you know, this war that your father's gotten us into. And he's and she's like, no, he didn't do that. Uh, but yeah. the perception is people are starting to show some dissatisfaction with his rule. Okay. And it's only going to get worse as they he doesn't name the heir that everybody will start to want him to name. Yeah. So um, definitely just laying the seeds for that as well. And, and maybe maybe I was too harsh and said like he shouldn't give an ass what she thinks, but he he really shouldn't care what anybody thinks and should do what he thinks is best for the realm and also have the backbone to like say nope this is my word I did right. it because of this I don't this is what we're gonna do and he is the guy who just wants to please everybody yeah they and, spell it out in that conversation with Allison right yeah yeah they do a little bit more uh, the day after when he's hung over yeah 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 um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and so uh, I think that was very interesting to see. And then even at the end, he tells her, "Like you can marry whoever you want. Like make it your choice. Like I, I'm not. I won't take the the throne away from you." And it's like, dude, goodness gracious! Like instead of letting everybody <laughs> tell you exactly what to do, and you just do everything, everybody's like, maybe just maybe grow a pair and say, you know what, this is what we're gonna do. And I'm standing by because I'm king. Screw you. I think maybe just because I'm kind of used to now Game of Thrones stuff to like kind of I know what to look for and like. I know that every conversation has a meaning. Uh, this is gripping me a lot faster and a lot stronger than Game of Thrones did. Um, and maybe just because I like, didn't really know what I should be looking for the first time around right. in yeah. Game of Thrones. But I think this is really great. Well, I think part of it also is that with the book itself being written like a history book, mm-hmm. the show has the freedom to take a similar storytelling where like if you read any history book it'll be very descriptive about a very specific event and it'll be like and then this war happened from yeah 1060 Five to 1065 mm-hmm. now we pick mm-hmm. up in 1067 and like you just move along and accept that right. as being okay and this show is able to do the same thing of like here's the really important event that happened during these couple of years cut immediately to the next important <laughs> event and so you don't have to go right. through two seasons covering two years of watching this baby grow up and you know two episodes of uh the girls like being mad at each other because you married my dad and you were supposed to be my best friend they just cut straight to it and they're like we all know this this happened so just move (laughs) on yeah 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 which i actually i I do i like that as a storytelling device but i what i'm worried about is are we going to spend all of first season churning through all of the interesting stuff and then season two is going to be like, okay, we got through all of the book stuff. Now we're going to do season eight of Game of Thrones again. No, Crawford, you're the one who can answer that. No, I, I don't think that they'll get through all of the first book or all of the book. They shouldn't. There's a couple hundred years of stuff. So um, they should be able to string it out into a couple. There's a couple hundred years of stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I needed to know. Because if this is only going to be Rhaenyra's storyline, I feel like we're jumping through quite a few important Yeah, well, we also didn't moments. get any of the previous stuff with Jaehaerys or anything like that. So there's a good chance that they may do a prequel, prequel. A prequel series as, for the next one. Be like, we're going to go back another hundred years and show you how they established their reign here. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I thought it was interesting. They showed they uh, after like two days after the pilot aired, it got greenlit for a second season, and then the next day they fired the showrunner, or the showrunner left the show, <laughs> which makes me question like 
did he not did he want to be one and done or did they just have a wildly different view of what the second season would be because something happened mm. dude, they wouldn't just they wouldn't just say hey you created the pilot so good that 10.8 million people watched it and by the way we get millions more dollars from HBO to make another one yeah so he, I don't know he may have just wanted think, to do one season and was like this is all it possibly. needs and then I'm, they were like no money is over here though so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure right. the assistant director went to another family and sold his rights for ships, and they took those yeah. ships to fire the showrunner. And which can we talk about how Damon does not has never heard the phrase "Don't kill the messenger" because <laughs> he took it out on that guy. Yeah, and I was like, oh no, he poor didn't dude, just that. delivering a message, get his head beat in. Um, and but I thought that was an awesome moment with Damon when right his brother somebody correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure the letter was saying from Viserys, like, Hey, I'm coming to help you. Yes. It'll take me a couple of weeks to get there, but hey, you know, help is on the way. And he just gives the middle finger to him and says, Screw you, I don't need you. Right, this right, war's right. taken three years. Let me go take it, end it by myself. Yeah. Right. And when, when he's in the rowboat, I was like, Oh no, I don't I, is he going to go over there? And then he, he just starts running at everybody. I was like, oh, no. That yeah. was an awesome and moment, though. To Epic. me, I think that he... And I think they talk about this at the end of the episode as well, but I don't think he had any illusions of coming back from that either. I, yeah. I think he really went into it like, I've, I am okay dying right here, doing, well, yeah. it, doing it my way versus letting my older brother bail me out. Like, no, yeah, that's what Viserys way. says, right? Hmm. He would rather die than allow him to come help him out. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're absolutely oh, right. And that pisses me off. Okay, that's another. So the the thing that happens right before that is uh, Renera asks him, like, "Hey, are you gonna go help?" And he's like, "Oh, we'd look weak." And he's like, "Stop caring about what we'd look like. Like, is yeah. it the right thing to do?" Or maybe yeah. it was Allison that said, "Yeah, that. yeah, yeah." Like, is it what's the best for the realm? And then he decides to go help. Um, but he's just so weak, and he's yeah. so lame. And Damon is so not weak. Damon is like, screw everybody. Yeah. I will go do this myself. And I love that shot of him running at everybody um, after he killed the dude. Um, and with it, he didn't even he didn't run in serpentine patterns at all. <laughs> and he missed 185 arrows. Did, did none, none of them touched yeah. him the for the first are four troopers. football lengths of field that he ran uh, before one got him in the leg and then three in the torso. And then he was fine. Um, when but he, that was cool. When he walks out of the cave holding... Like, if he had been holding the crab eater's head, that would have been sure. cool. If sure. he had been holding his mask, also sure. cool. The fact that he drug a diagonal half of his torso and one arm <laughs> was Amazing. insane. Oh, and my god! the camera, like, pans up, and you see, like, the guts falling so, out. Yeah. I was like, didn't need that. At first, <laughs> that when he was it. dragging him out, I was like, wow. That seems like really light for him to be dragging He's the full body like that. <laughs> right. And then I was like, wait, does he just have the head? Like, what's happening? And then the camera panned up like you're talking about. I was like, oh, no. That was so <laughs> like, cool. The strike. Like, there's no way he, like, killed him and then chopped off that part of his body. He had to have done that in battle, right? Just in right a through. duel. Sure. Cleaved so. him in two with, like, it looked like one strike. That is insane. So cool. That was a great end. Him covered in blood and just staring at the camera. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. Let's go, dude. <laughs> I'm on Team Damon. I don't care how this ends. I'm on Team Damon. Uh, just because I think that... Because I, I just love the fact that 
he is the exact opposite of his brother. Uh, and and uh, just said, you know what? I would rather die than receive help from my older brother. And just took off. I love that about him. Even though was, he did get bailed out by a dragon and yeah. 180 other people who, I mean, could they just have done this the whole time? Probably. But they didn't. So, uh, <laughs> um, But Caves. in the... I guess I had a question because they had talked about that being one of their guys' plans. One of the plans of the Valyrians was like, hey, what if we just sent Damon over there, got them all out? Uh, so I don't know if they cut that scene of Damon being like, all right, guys, your plan, let's do it. Right. Or if, if he just said, screw it, I'm gone and end up working out kind of like they had planned. I kind of like that the show didn't give you a definitive answer on that. Yeah. I, I think it's implied that they're obviously like, hey, this is the best plan we have. And he's like, screw it, let's do it. That's kind of what I think too, but it took them a long, it took them 500 arrows and him sprinting for 600 yards before anybody showed well, up. Well, they told him yeah. this is a suicide mission. Yeah. Like that, they were like, who, who would a sign up man. to do this? Because you show me the person that will sign up for it, I'll show you a madman. And he yeah. was like, yeah, no, it doesn't matter, I'll do it anyway. Uh, <laughs> and then he, then he so landed cool. on his dragon. Yeah. Um, I really liked, well, first of all, you're talking about your team, Damon. I'm team Christian Cole. Get, <laughs> love me sir Kristen cole but uh i really I thought he was gone the juxtaposition to use a word that i love of renera getting attacked by the boar and her saving her own life and stabbing the crap out of that boar multiple times and then yeah. uh the king on his quote-unquote hunt having 45 people snag a deer for him <laughs> and then let him stab it twice and everybody applauds like what a good job sure. he just did and right. and that guy comes out and has to tell him a little bit to Ooh, the left. a little bit to the left actually uh, i think he actually led with like very good strike but a little bit to the left <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know the but everybody looks at him like oh he's the king he's in charge look how good he is it's all applaud for him. And then uh, she's actually out there, actually kills a thing in a true hunt and survival and show of power and will to live. And then also she gets the blessing of the, the white stag, the white heart. Yeah. Um, Her choosing not to kill the stag too, I thought was kind of a nice little... She's also very different from her father in that like... She's like it, to me that came off of like what do I have to prove like exactly what is like I, I don't need this I was already the rightful heir I don't right. need to kill a stag I've got two questions for the future of the show when you put the ring on you're invisible <laughs> but Sauron Saman Sal- Salmon the Nazgul you. you got it um, one the prophecy the king is not gonna Viserys is not gonna give up Rhaenyra's right to the throne because he saw a prophecy he saw a prophecy or there is a prophecy he, you know what I'm talking about? he had a dream and he wanted it to be so true that like he would have a male heir and like would wear the crown and stuff and like uh-huh. prophecy is kind of a thing that happens in the Targaryen line sometimes and so he thought oh this is a prophetic dream and then uh decided it like believed it for so long then he was like i guess that isn't real it was actually for renera the whole time then he had his own son and now he was like oh wait oh gosh was it actually real and uh the white stag was going to be kind of a sign for him if Mm. if truly this like almost mythical beast of legend actually were to be hunted and show up that to him was going to be the 
sign, the final sign that like confirmed his prophetic dream. And then uh, you can see the relief in his face when he shows up and it's not that one. Because he's like, okay, I don't have to have like an awkward conversation with my daughter. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's a really good point. And that makes it even cooler when the white stag shows up for Rhaenyra and stuff. Okay, okay. And then my second question. Uh, The crab eater was kind of laid some groundwork in episode two and then now he's gone <laughs> spoiler alert sure. he's no longer yeah. there <laughs> I feel like there's no more bad guys like I know that the big overarching theme is going to be Targaryen versus Targaryen but I feel like there should be a couple more small bosses along the way I thought too the crab boss was going to end up being like a big time dude right and then you saw him quartered um, and so my new thing is that this, this was just to kind of get us to this point where now we know King Viserys is not going to let Rhaenyra's birthright be passed up or her, the throne passed up to her. So this next one's going to be another time jump. Uh, they're going to be old. It's going to be old enough to where Rhaenyra's kid brother, kid half brother, is like, hey, why am I not the next in line? And it's going to be Rhaenyra and her kid brother. And Damon off in Castle Rock, whatever, Dragon Rock place. Stone Steps or something. Sure. So it's going to be those two siblings at war with who should be the next person. And one of them's going to leave and join Damon. And then it's going to be Damon and Renera, probably, versus King Viserys and his firstborn son. And then the the people with dreadlocks are hanging out somewhere. <laughs> they really fell apart on me. Once I started trying to connect the dots, it fell apart on me pretty quick. That's funny. Crawford, any of that? Uh, there's gonna it's her and the half brother. They've got to get into it at some point. That's got to be the next big thing. So because there is no mini boss like Drew. Yeah, you see it in the preview for the next episode. He shows up and he has been named. Damon shows up and has been named King of Driftmark. Um. Oh, okay. He's been named. I think like the Driftwood King or King of Driftmark, whatever. He sits the Driftwood throne. Yeah. Um, but basically, his actions that he took in saving the Stepstones and with the Valerians and stuff, he now basically gets named his own king. And he's going to use that to uh, kind of flex some power. And sure. that's honestly where all the rest of the mini bosses, to Drew's point, are going to come up. Is It's going to be less big battles and more political intrigue as people vie and, and try to position themselves for power. And those are going to eventually lead to big battles. So they're coming, gotcha. Drew. Like okay. the, the big, you know, the other bosses are coming. But right. they need time to go position themselves to try to steal power away from a, a very unified Targaryen family up until like now. Right? Right. It's all been Targaryens because they've had all the dragons and have been a very unified front <laughs> for a while. Yeah. And this is the first kind of cracks they're seeing in the seat of power. And you're going to see people wiggle their, their way in to uh, see what they can get for themselves. And you start to see it, honestly, even in this episode with uh, Jason Lannister, right? Yeah. As And also, I yeah. love the way that he is portrayed as just like yeah. so confident of walking up to this little girl and being like, or you know, my lady wife, I would really, I would build you a dragon pit, like yeah. like it's almost like a foregone conclusion. He's like, well, obviously you're coming with me. Sure. Um, and I thought that was really funny and great. You tried that move in high school a couple times. I remember that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I've been called a Lannister in my day. <laughs> what what woman doesn't swoon at a dragon pit? You know. Mm. No, you're right. Uh, <laughs> it's deep. Uh, which that you, when you're talking about the wiggling into the power brings me to my final thoughts. Otto Hightower is that his name? Mm-hmm. I hate that guy. Ah. I hate him so <laughs> much. If if you didn't already hate him for whatever reasons, all the ones he's given you up to this point. When he talks to the king, who's obviously disheveled and not having a good time, and says, why don't you marry Renera off to the two-year-old son you just had? I was like, you know what, man? It's time. It's time for you to go away. It's time for it's time for Christian Cole to put some steel into you, because I'm, <laughs> I'm done with this. Um, also, Chris Cole and Renera, are they going to be a thing or no? Who knows? Wow. I feel like you know and you're not going to tell me. It's playing no. close to the chest. Uh, I do love that they introduced a bunch of other characters uh, just sporadically. They're, they're giving you Easter eggs to them. Uh, the Strongs, um, like the guy with the uh, little gimp leg, um, they're going to come back into into play. And then, um, uh, oh, Breakbones, the other guy on the High Council who is actually had the, yeah. mo- the best advice the whole time to the king. And Both reiterates times. that again, and the king's like, mm, yes, I bet you're going to say that your son, the Breakbones, like, is perfect for my daughter. He's like, ooh, you flatter me. No, actually, here's real advice again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I must have missed that. I must have missed that because I didn't. I don't think I caught on. Well, I didn't catch any of those names as references of people I should have known. Well, uh, but I think I. Yeah, they're not people you should know yet, but they're you will. I I really I really don't like that you know how this ends and I don't really bothers me a whole lot and I don't like it. Um, okay, Drew, what's your prediction for the next episode, Crawford? Uh, I think that based on the preview I saw, it's going to be forward a couple of years at least. Damon comes back; he's the been named king of uh, Driftmark, and he and I think the king is going to be. Um, not aging well. I think some of his sicknesses stuff is going to come back, and I think there's going to be a lot of vying for, hey, who... We know that Renera's been called the heir, but like now, really, who's the heir? Is it going to be this guy sure. who's calling sure. himself king? Is it going to be your daughter who, okay, she's a girl, or is it going to be your son who's like five or six or something like that? Yeah. Okay, and so the episode's going to end with he's made his decision who his heir is, one of those kids is about to hightail it out of there to go. It's gonna be Renera. Renera is gonna hightail it out of there to go join up with Damon, and then you're gonna then sides are the sides are drawn. The line I, in the scene is drawn. Sides are picked. Yeah, I, I think episode yeah? episode four is gonna end with Viserys million dollar baby and himself on the Iron Throne. Jimmy Christmas. Gosh. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> It's and they they foreshadowed it. He's he's pricked his finger like three times on that thing. The throne does not like him. The throne the does throne not trust him as be, is the as throne going to be what kills him literally, not figuratively. I think Tune they've been foreshadowing to find out. Yeah, that's good stuff. I like that. That's that would be very on the nose foreshadowing. <laughs> that would be extremely on the nose. The throne is also going to be through his nose. I think that's how it's going to happen. He's going nice. to get shoved back. He's going to be drunk. We know he's a drunkard. He had too much yeah. wine, and he's going to impale himself on his own throne. Boom! You heard it here first. I can't wait. 
not the podcast. Sunday, get here sooner. Also, real quick, now why why did they choose to drop this on Sunday nights at the beginning of football season? And also, why did Lord of the Rings be like, you know what, we'll do you one better. We'll do this during football season and when Game of Thrones House of the Dragons on. Both people made huge mistakes, did, I think. Did you see that uh, the day that Rings of Power got released that uh, HBO Max put the first episode of House of Dragon out for free on YouTube? Oh, <laughs> I did see that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like the same hour. Baller. They were like, hey, this is, this is for you because we know this is what you really want. Wow. Yeah, I love it. Wow. I love it. I just I hope either of them live up to Eternal's fame. Mm. So when the ring goes on and he becomes invisible. Yeah. Well, the thing is, Kyle, it depends on which finger you put it on. Thanks See, for joining us this episode this of one. the podcast. You deserve how oh, nice the bird. Good. Good, good, good. We'll catch you next week when we talk about the same stuff but different. <laughs>